Welcome to the show. This is your host, David Yannis, and you're watching Ignite Your Day. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. Every single day that we come on the air, we pray that we are able to change things in your life and to just do great things in faith by presenting things for you that we have seen. Now, a lot of testimonies that I've seen, I've been, it's been firsthand. It's been me laying hands on someone and believing or me pre praying a prayer and it going out and people getting delivered and getting testimonies from friends all over the world is what I have seen. And God has done amazing, amazing, amazing things. But let's believe this. Let's believe that God is able to move. Let's believe that God is able to change. Let's believe that God is able to do wondrous things for you today. We've been talking this week about thinking big, talking big, and walking big. It is something that I want you to get in your spirit this week that you remember the things that God has done for you. And thinking big, you need to think about God's wonderful benefits. Think about God's strength and power in your life. Think about his authority. Think that fear is not able to cripple you. Fear is not able to rob you of your benefits. Fear will not disarm you of your authority. But you need to think of how wondrous God is. In talking big, we need to speak of the victories that God has done. We spoke a few times out of the scripture here in, in uh, 1 Samuel 17, verses 21, all, well, 22 all the way to, to 40 to 36, I think is where we went. Anyway, we went all through this, and God did amazing things in those scriptures for David. He's talked big, he thought big, and now we're at the last part of this lesson that we've been teaching, and that is that we need to walk big. We need to walk big. It's okay to think big. It's okay to talk big, but now it's time for you to walk big, for you to believe that God can, that you believe that God is able. Um, before we get started, let's talk about a wonderful scripture that is our theme for the week, and our theme for the week is Psalms 118. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me. That is God's word. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do unto me. Psalms 118.6. From the very man that wrote that scripture, we're reading his testimony in this word of God, his story. Now we know that Saul looked at this crazy kid and said, man, I don't know who he is. But something David said and the passion and belief that he had for God and the faith that he stood in said, hey, I'm just going to bless you. I'm going to risk the whole kingdom on a kid. It took some faith. But let me tell you about Saul. Saul was ordained by God. Saul had victory after victory after victory because he was ordained by God. 
Many times did Saul have miracles. Many times did Saul have victories because God blessed him. God was with him. But Saul, in the midst of all this, forgot. Didn't remember. He didn't think big. He didn't talk big. And for that reason, Saul was in his tent hiding when this man was trying to defile his kingdom of Israel, God's kingdom. Saul sat on the side waiting for someone to solve the problem for him. Saul wasn't solving the problem because he had lost his victory in his heart. He had no more joy, no more excitement, no more passion like this young David that came in. No more authority saying, but God is and always will be and has always been. He didn't have any passion, any desire, anything in him that said God is able to do this. He just sat there listening to this guy say, how am I going to get out of this? We cannot sit there and wait for someone else to fix the issues that we're in. We can't wait for the pastor. We can't wait for the man of God. We can't wait for the woman of God. We can't wait for the prophet. We can't wait for the apostle. We can't wait for whatever they call themselves today. Bishop, we can't wait for all these things. We got to wait on the Lord and start thinking big. We got to start talking big. We got to start walking big. And the problems that we have will go away. Healing will happen. Deliverance will happen when you stand up and believe that God will do it. When you stand up and stop being resistant of what God can do. Saul was sitting there resistant to the victories that God has done. Not bringing him up, worrying, wondering how's he going to get out of this. And here came in a young man of faith, on fire for God, and said, I'm going to take care of this. Now, the funny thing is, if you read the full story, it says... After they talked and everything, Saul said to him and blessed him and stuff. And then, and, and then over here in Saul, verse 38, and Saul armed David. This is second, first Samuel 17, 38. Armed David with his armor and put on a helmet of brass upon his head. Also he armed with him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword upon his armor and he essayed to, he essayed to go. For he had not proved it. And said unto Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them. And David put them off. Now, this is a wonderful thing I'd like to tell you. David has seen his victories, but he hasn't seen his victories in another man's armor. He hasn't seen his victory in another man's way of winning. He knew how to win a battle, but it couldn't be the stuff that Saul had. It was too big, too heavy, and not what he's used to fighting with. He goes, I got to go the way I go. I got to fight the fight the way I fight the fight. And he went outside, took his staff in his hand, chose him five smooth stones of the brook, and put them in the shepherd's bag, which he had, and even a script. And his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. This is what he knew how to battle with. He took his armament that he knew of how to fight with, because he knew that God was with him. He didn't need anything more than faith in God. A few stones and a stick to go and fight a man with a sword that was 10 times taller than him. Okay, maybe three times, maybe five. But anyway, this guy was a giant, and a young boy comes walking up there to fight him. The giant laughs and says, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves? And the Philistine cursed David and his gods. But David stood there, ready to fight. And the Philistine said, David, 
Come to me, I will give thee flesh into the fowls, into the air, and to the beasts of the field. This is verses 43 and 44, going to 45. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I am come in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord of God of hosts, the God of armies, Israel, whom thou hast defiled. This day will I, the Lord, will the Lord be delivered thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee, and I will give thy carcass of the host of the Philistines in this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, and all that earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And in the assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not by the sword and spear, for the Lord battle, the Lord, the battle is the Lord's. I love that. The battle is the Lord's, and he will give you unto our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came to David and drew nigh, David hastened and ran to toward the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and slang it, smote the Philistine right in his forehead. The stone sunk into his forehead and fell upon his face to the earth. David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and smote the Philistine, slew him with, with no sword in the hand. Therefore David ran, stood up the Philistine, took his sword and drew it out and of the sheath and slew the head, him and cut off his head. And when the Philistines saw the champion was dead, they fled. It is amazing, amazing, amazing this. How, how this happened? Because God is God. God is God. He's able to slay the giants in your life. We hear that all the time. But it's about thinking big. It's about talking big. It's about walking big. We'll be right back in just a minute. Hi, this is David Yannis, and I want to thank you so much for listening to our broadcast. Today I want to offer you some very special collections of books that are mine personally that I want to give to you. I want to offer you Ignite Your Faith, the book that has been all over the world and has touched people all over the world. It's about healings, miracles, signs and wonders. I'm also going to offer you the CD, Ignite Your Faith, which is not an audio book, but three healing services. These healing services have been anointed, blessed, and recorded them in Sid Ross Studios. And many people have been blessed with testimonies of deliverance and healing. And I'm also going to offer you The Recruit and Almost Out of Grace, my other two books. These are my first two books. Uh, the Recruit's about me when I was in the military and about divine revelation of miracles and healing while I was in there, intervention by God. And Almost Out of Grace is a book about relationships. And both men and women have been so blessed with it that it has touched their lives. We're going to offer this offer. It's called Ignite, offer number 148. For $50 or more. For $50 or more, we're going to send you all four products. You're going to be blessed with them. You're going to be encouraged with them. And most of all, you're going to help move this ministry forward. God bless you. Remember, you can go to our special website. You can go to give us a call or you can write us. Give us a call. Go to our special website or write us. Include, if you write or call, mention 148 or write down 148 Ignite so we know which package to send you. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to our broadcast. Welcome back to the show. This is your host, David Yannis, and you are watching Ignite Your Day. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of this broadcast. We have been talking big, walking big, thinking big. All these things are important in your Christian walk, and that is to believe that God is able to deliver you. We read our scripture of the week, Psalms 118.6, the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. He is with you. He is on your side. Why should you fear what men shall do unto you? I told you my favorite scripture, Hebrews uh, 
Hebrews um, 13, 5 and 6. Let your conversation be without covetous. Be content with such things as you have. For I have said, I will never forsake thee nor leave thee. That you may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. Why should I fear what men shall do unto me? You see, fear is a crippling thing. Fear will hold back the blessings of God. Fear will take away the very things that God is trying to put in your life and not give you the things that you need. Fear will keep you from applying for that job. Fear will keep you from performing in, in business. Fear will keep you from being able to do the things you were doing. Um, I remember um, recently I was at a, at, a, um, at a church and I was preaching. I was finished, finished preaching and they pastor brought up their son to get prayed for. Uh, he didn't want to come up. He was battling a little bit, not depression, but he had a little bit of anxiety. And that anxiety would keep him from performing as an athlete on the, uh, on the court. And he was probably one of the best uh, basketball players in his school and in, maybe even in his district. And he could dominate during practice. But when game time came, when the game time came, he was unable to, to perform like you. They had to keep subbing him out. He just couldn't get this, the, get, get going and something was holding him back. And, and I sat down with him and I said, before I pray for you, man, let me just talk to you privately just for a few minutes. And I said, look, I know where you're at. Because when I used to play for professional um, ball uh, in, in, in soccer, football around the world, that I, I had to take that, that step and there was something holding me back on the basketball court. There was something holding me back on the soccer field. And it was an anxiety that pulled at me. And what that was was a fear. But not a fear that, that the people that are watching, but a fear that you weren't going to be where you needed to be, that you weren't going to finish how you were going to finish. It was a fear that was keeping you, that you're either overperforming or underperforming, but you weren't performing to your optimum ability. I said, I understand what that fear is, and you got to believe and just go out and you keep playing and you get over that fear and you trust God's going to help. You see, fear will even keep you from performing to your very best. Well, let me tell you right now, I got a, a testimony from them. Um, they just um, got, he just accepted an offer, full ride scholarship. He had three universities. He picked one of them, of course, um, but three, two major universities that I know of and a third one that he got up in Chicago. And, and he, he's going to play basketball for them, and he's going to be an attorney. Um, and that's his goal. So that is what God does. He takes the fear that we have. He turns it around when you believe, and he turns it into faith. Well, that young man started playing better after we talked, obviously. Able to perform to the optimum he needed to be. Able to start winning. In fact, his knee was hurt. I prayed for his knee. God healed his knee. And he was able to, he was surprised because that was one of the other things was his knee kept falling on him. And I said, come here, we're going to take care of the knee and God will heal the knee, but God's got to heal up here. There has to be something in here that you believe that God can do things for you. And he was starting to walk away from the faith, even challenge what the faith had for him. But I said, God's going to do this. He's going to prove to you that he is God. He's going to heal your leg right now. I talk big. I think big. And I walk big. The, man's, the young man's leg was healed that instant. I go, now God took care of the knee. You take care of up here. You take care of believing. You take care of what God is doing and changing in your life. You take care of it and keep believing that God is. God is able and God has always been. That he can do the things that need to be done. That we don't have to sit there and wonder like Saul sitting in the tent wondering how he was going to get out of this. Only God. 
only God. The battle is in his hands, the word of God says. The battle is in his hands. It is his hands that is in the fight in your life. You have to believe that God is able. You have to believe that God is able to change the things around you. That no, that no weapon formed against you is going to prosper. That you're able to see the things that you need to see. That you can see God move in great ways. It's amazing to see what God does. Well, like I said, that young man started to play better and he started to his, he started to, to perform better and he started to play without even having a consciousness of where he was at and just played the game that he loved so well. Obviously, he got three offers, four, three full rides, and he chose one of the universities, of course, that he really wanted to go to. And I'm telling you, God does amazing, amazing things when we think big, talk big, and walk big. It is amazing. You know, when I was um, starting doing the healing services, we had a, a building in um, Humble, Texas, just outside of Houston. And before that building was taken from us and, and we were asked to move, I looked in my spirit and I felt that we need to go to Los Angeles. We need to go and hold healing services in Los Angeles. And I looked and said, we need to hold healing services in Hawaii. We need to hold healing services in, in Georgia. We need to hold healing services in South Carolina. We need to hold healing services in Tennessee. We need to hold healing services in these places. I know it, I know it in my spirit. And I start thinking big. And then I start talking big. I started talking big to the point where I was believing God was going to open a door. And I'm talking big that God's miracles are going to be seen in Los Angeles. That God's miracles are going to be seen in Hawaii. That God's miracles are going to be seen in Tennessee. That God's miracles are going to be seen in Augusta, Georgia, Greenville, South Carolina, and Atlanta. Because I've gone there many times to be on television. But now it's time to bring the healing anointing to these places. Do you know what's going on two years now that I've been to Nashville? Holding three years holding healing services in Nashville, four years holding healing services in Los Angeles, four years going healing healing services in Hawaii. In fact, I can take an entire month. I'm on three islands in Hawaii now, but it started with one church. And in, in Greenville, we have a wonderful place out there that we can hold healing services. In Augusta, Georgia, still haven't had a church open up to hold services, but we rent a nice hotel and we have people fill the room up in Augusta. In Atlanta, we have several opportunities to hold services there. In Tennessee, we have two places that we hold services and bring people to the Lord. In Los Angeles, we have one place that is given to us freely to use that sits three, four hundred people easily and that we have services there. In Hawaii, I'm on maybe one island i'm on three four places another island i'm in eight to nine places and another island i'm in one major place so god has opened up the doors took me praying and believing that god would do the things that god will do it took me thinking big i just wasn't satisfied being in a building praying praying just for people once a month. I knew God had bigger things, bigger things, bigger things for me to get around the world. I, and I had to do my part. Not only did I think big, but I started talking big and saying, this is where we're going to be. I've seen God do miracles here before. I want to go back. I've seen God do miracles here. I want to go there. I know that God has sent me there. Let's believe God for a place to hold a healing service. And then it took me time to walk big, making calls, Spending my own money out of my own personal business, personal account, not only the ministry account, but my own personal account, just to pay for my airfare, pay for the hotels, rent the places. I would just go ahead and just 
Just invest in faith. Today, in those places that I name, people will come to our services with very little advertisement, just knowing and following our ministry, they will show up. God will send people. In fact, in, in Augusta, Georgia, a young lady jumped on a bus from Philadelphia. Hi, this is David Gannon. I want to invite you to one of our healing services. Please visit our website, find out more details. But we have services all over the United States and literally all over the world. We have gone through South Africa, Kenya, India, Mexico, Peru. We are all over the United States, from Los Angeles to Florida, all the way up to Nashville to Wisconsin, all the way down to Texas. We have several services in Texas. Louisiana, we've been there, and we're going back. Nashville, we've been there, and we're going back. Hawaii, we're going back. I want you to go to our website. Find some place that you can get to so we can pray for you. If you can't make it, just believe. Send me a prayer request. I will try my best to answer you. I do text back. I do email back. I do make phone calls back. I do write back. So if you write me personally, call me. I will try my best to get back to you. God bless you. Thank you so much for watching our broadcast. Remember, go to our website to find out more details about our healing services. God bless you. I want to welcome you to Pure Fire School of Ministry, a place where you're going to be inspired in faith and a place where God is going to teach you something that you need to know from the Word of God. I put together several, several ministers, evangelists, uh, pastors, prophets, and we put them together to teach a subject that they are strongly suited for to get it into your spirit and your soul. Um, you can take it online and you can take it at your own pace. You can take one course or you can take all the courses. It's completely up to you. And what my goal is, is to inspire your faith through the teachings of great women and men of God and to make it accessible and affordable. If you go to our school, you'll see that it's affordable for anyone, whatever part of the world you live on, to be able to take it in. And I really believe that Purifier School of Ministry will challenge you and get you motivated to do something for God. Welcome to the Niner of Faith session. I believe God's going to move and change things in your life. Today I'm going to talk to you about igniting your faith with the miracles and, and with the stories that we're going to share. Today we're going to talk about the glory cloud that appears. Now, I've been noticing this glory cloud since about 2016, but when I was in South Africa, my good friend Tyree wanted to have a good picture with me, and every time they took the picture, um, as you can see, the cloud was hazing it, hazing it. Uh, seven times or so they took the picture. He kept complaining to my good friend Nicole, who handles my book tables, um, that, hey, it's, you can't know how to take a picture. I told him, hold on, Tyree, give him 20 minutes. 20 minutes and come back and we'll take a picture. 20 minutes later, clear as day. Why? Because that cloud rests on me. It rests in the place, but it's also on me. The cloud falls on me as I'm preaching. It continues to, to hold on and around me as I preach the gospel. Just like here in Los Angeles, 2016, you can see the cloud coming in. You can see the cloud falling on the people. They don't even know what's happening, but God's glory is falling on them. God's glory is coming in. Even here when the singer's singing, the cloud is coming in. The cloud. Now, this is Ed in the back. He handles all the sound. Good for me, Pastor Ed. He's the one that helps organize this. The cloud is all there. Now, at the end, I went to the back to help my wife at the book table. I took a picture just, just randomly, and I could see the cloud. And, and the picture, I, and I took another picture, and the cloud was gone. It was clear as day. So God is in the cloud. God's glory is in the cloud. This is back in my building. The cloud 
when I'm preaching at a healing, our healing services, we had a, a, a sanctuary in my office area, and we would have a, a service once, uh, once a month. We'd have a healing service there, and some of my friends there, but mostly new people coming in. They come to the healing service, they go. We get a whole new crowd the next month, so it's amazing. But you can see the cloud coming in, the cloud falling in, and the cloud is just starting to rest on the people, starting to to, to do what the cloud does, which is the anointing of God. Here's me in South Africa. As you can see, the cloud again comes in. The I'm drinking some water, and the cloud is coming in. I'm over there ministering, and the cloud is coming in. Now, when I minister, that cloud gets even thicker. We have it when in Los Angeles. We had a picture. I couldn't find it, but it showed it so thick as I was preaching, and then thicker when I was when I was praying. This is in South Africa. The anointing is falling there. This is another picture of South Africa, the anointing falling, same place. This is an, a church, an organization of Indian churches that came together to hold the service for me. Many, many were touched, but as you can see, God's glory, God's cloud is here. His anointing is with us always. And as, we, as I go over here, there's another picture of the people just being blessed, just, just God touching them. And this is my latest one here in, in Lima, Peru. When I was out there this, this past February, amazing what God did. You can see the cloud starting to come. Here's a better picture of it. You see the cloud starting to rest. Now, this is me. I'm walking into the, the back. And over here in the back is actually up these stairs past this person here. Up the stairs in the back is where you go upstairs and you rest. Well, when I was walking there, just came into the place. The cloud was already there. The cloud was already coming into the place. And it's amazing to see what God does. It's amazing to see how it's anointing. I tell you, that was my best healing service. A brain-damaged girl received Jesus. She got up and received Jesus. Doctor told her she couldn't walk. She walked up to receive Jesus. A man holding a cell phone was talking to his sister in a hospital. Healed. Healed in the hospital. She had cancer. Another lady, 51 years, blind and, and one of her eyes. Healed right there in the service. Another woman with cancer came up and said she felt no more pain. She had paperwork of her cancer, showed it to us. Amazing, amazing, amazing healing service. Plus a hundred people came to Jesus that day. God's Glory is in the cloud. His anointing is in the cloud. And here's the latest one here. That's here in the studio where you can see my lights and you can see the cloud. That was on the shows. That was on my 50th episodes, the 48, 49, and 50. This is what came in. The glory of God came in the service. The glory of God came into our, our service. This is after I did 50 shows this year. Boom. God's presence was in there. The reason I talk about the cloud, the reason I tell you about what this is, is because God wants you to know He's with you. He's with you. His cloud will follow you. His cloud is with you. His cloud will give you shade. It'll give you anointing. It'll give you strength. You rest in God and God rests on you. God bless you. Thank you for watching another Igniter of Faith session. I hope that encourages you that you know God is with you. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's episode. I pray that God moves and changes things in your life. I believe that you're healed in Jesus' name. That breakthrough is happening right now in your finances and that your family is blessed in Jesus' name. I want to thank you again for watching our broadcast and ask you to consider being a broadcast partner with our ministry. Please write us or visit us online. God bless you.